Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea Smoker Mike Friends podcast. My name's Connor. My name's Harry. Hello. And I forgot the rest of the intro. We're just two nerds who are writing a Doctor Who movie. That's right, because this is podcasting. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I did that before the show. Yeah. And Connor loved it. And it's my joke, actually. Fine. Well, this is pod racing, then. Um. Yeah, we're, we're back again. We are. As always. As always. To ruin, to ruin your ears. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you. That's rude. I mean, fuck me. I wasn't going to swear at them. Then I take it back. Yeah, you should. Um, so, you know, Doctor Who movies, uh, there aren't many of them. There's one. <laughs> Dude, that, yeah, that's true. Uh, Paul um, McGann. That's good we're adding to that list, aren't we? With uh, An this... official BBC product. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Official, 100%. <laughs> We are licensed by the BBC. We're not, because that could get us sued. They don't make any money from this, so... Yeah, that's true. We can say whatever we want. It's not like anyone from the BBC is actually listening. If they are, why haven't you given us jobs yet? All we make, which is more precious than money, is memories. And that, Connor, memories is what truly means the world. Memories don't pay the bills. Fuck it, that's a bit pessimistic. Well, it's true. I mean, no, yeah, it's true. To be fair, it's it's true. I'm just I'm just a I'm I just, just a realist. Do you miss being a kid and it was just all like, oh, you don't have to pay bills, you don't have to do fucking anything, and now it's all like debt, bills, depression, anguish, just I mean, just constant, constant. I never really miss being a kid. Not gonna lie, but okay. I'm not one of those people that like yearns for my own past. <laughs> well, no, like I miss, I do, I do miss like elements of. I mean, I miss having no responsibilities. Yeah, but like, yeah. not the being a kid part, really. Yeah. I like myself more now than I did then. So. I liked the no responsibilities of being a kid with stuff like having my own money as an adult. And freedom. <laughs> Now put me back into every social social situation I ever had as a kid, but with the brain I have now, <laughs> smash it. I would do so much better. <laughs> yeah, I think I would as well. To be fair, I think I'd be much more confident in. in I think everybody would <laughs> speak it. To be fair, right? I don't know if you noticed. I mean, I think I've told you this, but when I was in, one of the things that really got me out of my show in primary school is I had a group of, uh, had a group of friends in primary school. One of whom listens to this show. Hello, Bryony. Um. And every lunchtime, they would play uh, vampires, right? Because they were like, like they love like Buffy and Angel and all that stuff. And I joined in and all that stuff. And then after a while, Doctor Who came out, so I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be the Doctor from Doctor Who. And then some of them would be like, No, that doesn't that doesn't fit with vampires. I was like, No, I'm going to be the Doctor from Doctor Who. So every lunchtime for like two years, I just run around pretending to be the Doctor. A probably little nerdy kid. Sounds about right. I used to act out the um, Star Wars Episode 3 battle with someone as well. I was always Obi-Wan. I was always gutted that I was Obi-Wan at the time. But now looking back, I'm like, no, nah, Obi-Wan's, Obi-Wan's sick. I never got to do Episode 3 because by the time Episode 3 came out, I was in year... I was, yeah, finishing Year 5, going into Year 6. Ah, okay. So, like, Star Wars was still my major interest, but, like, we weren't, we weren't reenacting the films at that point. We were coming up with our own ideas. Yeah, that's fair. 
we just stood around kind of actually talking about our own ideas instead because me and my friends were like this we had our own like sequel idea i can't remember any of it now but yeah it was fun yeah i love those kind of conversations when you just start spitballing and it just ends up into plus 2005 was that the year that goblet of fire came out oh i want to say goblet of fire was 2004 because I'm sure Prison of Azkaban... Let me have a look. I'm sure Prison of Azkaban is 2003. Um, Goblet of... 2005. Oh, Goblet no, 2005, five. yeah. So yeah. Was Prison, when was Prison, oh, was Prison of Azkaban 2004 then? Yeah, it was. Oh, fair play. Oh, yeah, because it was like 1 and 2, then it was a break. 3 and 4. 5 and 6, and then there was a year break, and then 7 and 8, I think. I think there was a break between 4 and 5 as well, I want to say. I feel like, I think, I don't know if I've said this to you before, I think I probably have, but like, my, I think why, where my detachment to the Harry Potter film franchise comes from, in a sense, like, because I'm obviously not as big a fan of the films as the books. Yeah. Um, except for the earlier films. But I think where my detachment to it comes from is that I never saw the last film in the cinema. Oh, okay. And I was like, I, I never, I mean, I wanted to, I just didn't. I didn't really go to the cinema much at that time in my life. Yeah. Um, and then I saw it, when I finally saw it, It was I watched it on DVD and was like, it was probably about two years later by the time I saw it, I think. Yeah, I think I was... Maybe not that much, but like I saw it and I was like, eh. <laughs> and I really don't like the last Harry Potter film, to be fair. I think it's quite bad. That's fair. Not bad, but I just don't think it lives up. No, no, it's fair. I mean, me and you spoke about this fucking but then, loads of sorry, times. Sorry, it's just a, I also don't really like the ending of in the books either. Either so, yeah. See, for me, I, it's not I that satisfying. For me, I love the last film. It's up there with the third film for me. But I understand why people don't don't like. It. I remember when it first came out. I was in on on a um, family holiday in Florida, and um, I went to go see it opening night because I was dead set. I was like, I know you've taken me on this amazing holiday, but I was like, I want to I want to see this Harry Potter film. Um. I remember, I remember that. I remember walking through Universal, like the morning it came out. Well, no, sorry, the morning of the midnight release, um, I should say, and there was already people queuing for to get in, and it was That's like, sad. yeah, but it, it was like at the time you can understand it was like <laughs> premieres and and stuff that you need to queue to get a ticket for. But for that, I was like, you've all because they already had tickets. You had to have tickets to, to obviously go see it on midnight. So it was like, you, you've got a ticket, you're gonna get in. Enjoy the, theme, weird, uh, enjoy the theme that's park. The weird, that's a weird part of the culture in America, though, isn't it? Yeah, see, we do it, but we only do it for stuff well, like events it, and the, stuff like that. Isn't, a lot of American cinemas are, you don't pay for the seat, you paid for a ticket to get in, and you just sit wherever you want. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. At least that's how it's depicted in every single like TV show and stuff. I think it is, no, because it used to be the same in the UK a long time ago, before they changed it. I never remember it being like that, so... The view near me used to be sit wherever you like, and then after a while... That just might be a bad cinema. <laughs> yeah, I definitely prefer choosing... I definitely prefer choosing my seat. I definitely prefer Cineworld to every other cinema. Cineworld, sponsor us. Cineworld, please sponsor us. We'll make an exclusive Cineworld podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll make this exclusively for Cineworld. We'll, we'll plug Cineworld. We already do anyway. I mean, we're currently doing it now. Go to the yeah. world. Go, yeah, they're good cinemas. They are really good cinemas, to be fair. What's your favourite Cineworld cinema? 
Um, I love going to the Leicester Square one. Yeah. But I think the O2 is my favourite one just because it's like, I love... Because when, when I first found out there was more to it than just that first level you get to. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Mine, I, I... See, I'm the same as you. I love the Leicester Square one because... Um, for people that don't really know me, I, I work in Soho, so it's it's, it's like a five-minute walk. So if I want to go to the cinema after work, I can. In terms of um, ease of, like easy kind of thing. And I like it for the IMAX, but I think... I think the O2 one is my favourite just because it's... I was like you. I was all right with it at first. And then when... I think I was with you when we first discovered that back area and we just both went, holy shit, this place is massive. Their super screen is fucking ridiculously huge as well. Because I can't remember what film it was the first time we went... Because I don't know if... Because I know I I I had to go around to that back area just when I saw Jojo Rabbit down there. Yeah, because we had to... We saw... Infinity War there at the side, where as you as you yeah. go into the back area, but it's you, so you kind of have a glimpse, but you don't see a lot. I feel like, oh, I don't know. Was Knives Out around there? Yeah. Was Knives Out in that cinema? Knives Out was in the O2, yeah. I want to say Knives Out was upstairs. I don't, I don't know, remember. but it doesn't. But like, yeah, I just. I do, yeah, I don't know. I know, because obviously we saw Knives Out before Jojo Rabbit, because I saw Jojo Rabbit a month before it came out, but... Yeah, well, we saw Knives we Out saw and Knives. Emily was screening as well. It's a couple of, yeah, no, it was a couple of weeks before it came out, Knives Out, but I think it was closer to its release date. Yeah. Yeah. When I went to see Jojo Rabbit, they gave out, uh, was it three bottles of Pepsi Max and Raspberry? <laughs> nice. There was, there was some Galaxy chocolate they gave out at... Knives Out, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Because I gave you mine because I didn't want the flavour. Yeah, it was like a dark chocolate with like... Was it nut? Was it like hazelnut, dark chocolate? I was going to say hazelnut, yeah. It wasn't like nuts itself, it was like flavoured. So it must have been hazelnut. Yeah, I remember... Which I'm not usually a fan of, but I was like, I don't mind, I'll eat it. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, no, it's yours. Um... But nothing will top the free bags of popcorn at the Rogue One premiere. The tiny little <laughs> grab bag. The, my favourite thing about premieres is, and I've I've been to a couple. No, I've been to one or two. Um, one with you, to be fair, is is the little metal bags they give you that you have to stick your phone into and, and seal off. And then everyone, yeah. everyone, when they go to do it, they get around and check, and you just see everyone kind of fumbling around as if they've done it right. That always makes me laugh. Yeah. Well, that was, I haven't had any experiences like that for a while. I don't remember. I think my last experience... Rogue One was six years ago this year, so... Yeah, I think my last experience was I went the... I spoke about on podcast, but the... Um, uh, Dune. Dune. Yeah, the Dune kind of ten-minute screening thing I got. I went to. Um, but yeah, I've not had something like that in a while either, to be fair. Yeah. No more Fast and Furious press screenings. <laughs> so for I'm sure I don't know if you spoke about it, but for context, we've definitely spoke about it. Yeah, fuck it. For context, um, the first premiere me and Connor went to is we went to the European premiere of Star Wars Rogue One. We didn't know it was the European premiere, but we ended up going to it. So brilliant, you know, big Star but Wars fans. That's, but that's the only premiere. Yeah. So big. I I can recall going to. 
big big Star Wars fans, so we were like, yep, this is absolutely amazing. And then we got some free tickets to Fast and Furious 8 or Fate of the Furious, um, not realising it was the press screening. Um, so we went to that as well. And I remember laughing in the cinema because of just how batshit it was. And then I, remember... I don't know if it was... I mean, we say press, but I think it was more critic screening. I can't, but it's basically the same thing, I've, I think. Yeah, press press slash critics. Because we were like, we've got free tickets, but there were some people having to show their passes. Oh, yeah, because it was people showing their passes and like who they you know worked for and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, because they had stuff like um, pad and pens and stuff, some people. So I think they had to justify why they had it. I mean, more. I think the, the cinema knew why they were there. They just wanted to have the confirmation, obviously. Yeah. But but we were just like, we're just we've just won tickets. Yeah, we were like, we've just got some free tickets. That's literally. We're like, we just went and saw Ghosts in the Shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a day and a half, wasn't it? Fucking hell. And we also did the um, the test screening of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Five. Yes, we did. Fucking hell, we did. You and Tony being like, that was good. Harvey being like, it was alright. And I'm just like, I hated every minute of that. <laughs> I went I went to an exclusive screening of Triple X. Yeah, I know. And that was just fucking dog shit. So... Was at, that was while I was at work, because you, you and Harvey filmed the review of it in my room. Yeah. And it was just us basically going, it was awful. Don't see it. He skateboards off a cliff and then down the cliff on no on skis, sorry. Fucking Vindicator. man. It? Yeah. Fucking And then he goes into that room with a fur coat and just has sex with like fifteen women. And he's like, Yeah, it's good to be home and it's like, You gross bastard. I mean that's that's obviously the character. I've never seen any of the Triple X movies, nor do I plan to. So. Yeah, no, don't it's awful. No, no, I don't watch bad stuff, you know that. Yeah, that's true, that's true. I'm very good with the things I watch. No, I'm happy to watch anything. I don't mind watching bad films. Um, But, speaking of bad films, we need to write ours. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. As soon as you mentioned bad films, I was like, yeah, that's linking back to us. Um... We didn't. We didn't really do much with the last episode. I don't think. We kind of. We kind of planned the next scene in a well, sense. Got, the notes I've got are back to the future. Alex and the survivors arriving back at their camp or hiding spot. Maybe an interrogation between Alex and the captain, finding out a lot about each other. Alex showing signs of progression and change from the beginning of the film. Uh, they are interrupted by a Dalek attack. Stuff is happening. Alex is almost shot but saved by the doctor, and then he goes all does his doctor stuff until more Daleks arrive and they are taken to King Davros. And then that stuff happens. (laughs) So... That's what I've written. So, well, here's the thing. Do we want to expand on that or should we go to the next scene of them with King Davros? And we we can probably expand on that. I feel like we we kind of I don't know how why, but we very lazily did that scene last time. Yeah, I say then we let's today focus on that scene and just kind of broaden it out a little bit more because we've we've said that he comes in and does like doctory things but what what does that what what does that mean we'll, we'll start at the beginning of the scene when like you know alex alex and the survivors are returning comes in with a fucking stethoscope survivors are returning we obviously we uh, i don't know if you remember the character tim that we wrote yeah oh the, the, the guy around the age of alex 
around the guy that's yeah. about the same age as Alex, who's in the Survivor crew, who's like befriended Alex. Yeah, the one that sh- they talk to. Tim is explaining where they are, maybe. Yep. This is where we live. This is our camp. This is where we uh, live. At, at least for now, you know, implying they have to move a lot. Yeah. Until we win the war. Well, remember, this is a matter of they're not really fighting to win. They're just wanting to survive. Until we survive the war. Yeah, we have because I mean, there's, they're like, well, there's nothing we can do. We don't. Well, we don't want to just lay down and die. <laughs> and obviously, Tim's gonna fall in love with Alex. No, no. Yeah. No, we don't need that. We don't need that because Tim's not going to be around for much longer. Maybe <gasps> Tim dies. Oh my god, <laughs> Tim! Um, I don't know to move a lot. Um, I've grown so attached to Tim. Can be like, take her to my tent. <laughs> take her to my tent. Or would... wherever, wherever he has his office slash room slash place. You know what I mean? Like, he's basically like, take her to my quarters. Yeah, I mean, quarters could have summed that up, yeah. Yeah, and then, so that he so that he can interrogate uh, Alex. I think Tim should have his head chopped off. No, because we're not that violent, and it's Doctor Who. Oh, I've grown really we attached. We need to have at least, we need to have at most a 12 rating. I've grown really attached to Tim, so I want him to, I want him to have a painless, quick death. No, he'll just have the, the He'll just get shot and have the weird X-ray death of a Dalek fire. And he, you know, we'll just see a skeleton. And, will he do that thing for with, a little bit? Will he do that thing where they start screaming and they go really silent, but their mouth's still open? Maybe we're not. We'll, we'll, it depends on what the actor decides to do on the day. Ah, of course, of course. But it'll be a ten-minute sequence of just his death. <laughs> the, the laser slowly coming out of the Dalek, slowly hitting him. No, I mean like it's just he's just gonna be like. Absolutely barraged by a a squad of Daleks. (laughs) For ten minutes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking, can you imagine that? Like, just a minute scene of just, like, 20 Daleks just fucking shooting the shit out of someone. Now I'm just I'm just picturing that scene in um in the Order sixty six sequence where all the clones just keep shooting uh, Ayla Secura even though even though she's dead. Oh it's just yeah. Daleks. <laughs> I love that bit. Like they're just making sure. Keep, keep going, boys. Just just let's just be sure she's dead. Yeah, she's collapsed on a flower bed. She's she's fucked, mate. She's gone. <sighs> what a great film. What a great sequence from a film. I think about that film so much. Yeah, yeah so do I. Too much for. Like, I I always flip flop around on that film as well because I always see so many people being like, oh, "It's the best Star Wars film." And I'm like, "It really isn't." And then when I ever think about it, and I'm always quoting it, I'm just being like, "I fucking love Revenge of the Sith." Well, that's the thing. I don't think it's the best Star Wars film, but it's up there as one of my favorites. Like, I love it. it. Can't beat it. Can't beat Attack of the Clones. <sighs> Not just the women. But Not the just children. the men, but the women and the children too. A little bit where he's like, um, it's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's holding me back. Ten minutes later. Missed... He's like my father. No, that's that's a, you're thinking of two different No, I know, but I'm just I said ten minutes later. No, you're thinking of no, you're thinking of like when he's like it's all Obi-Wan's fault, he's jealous, he's holding me back. That's after he's killed the uh, the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, and the other one's on the ship. The other one, he's like my no, yeah, I mean, there is a later bit where he says that, but then the, he also says that earlier on in the film anyway. Oh. I think. Oh, yeah. He has when, that um, whole scene where yeah, he's... I remember. In, he has that whole scene in Padme's apartment where he's like, 
he's being very nice about Obi-Wan and then he just suddenly just turns and he's like uh, he's overly critical, he never listens, he doesn't understand, it's not fair. He doesn't understand. No, yeah, there's also the bit at the beginning where he's like, "How why, Obi-Wan's like, why do I have a feeling you're going to be the death of me? And he's like, you're the closest thing, thing I have to, to a father. father. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Prequels. Which so, is, I don't like that part of that about their relationship. I always saw them. I always think of them more as they should have been more brotherly. Yeah, that's what I wish they are in Clone Wars. Yeah. Should we say Tim's a big Star Wars fan? No, I'm not going to reference Star Wars in this. <laughs> Doesn't have to be referenced. He's just like he could just be like wearing a little pin badge or something. Yes, in this very, 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 very far flung future. Yeah, he's wearing a little pin badge with like a tie fire. Eviscerated. Where where has he become a fan of Star Wars, Harry? He could have had it from... He I'm could have not, been passed down in no. generations. No. Oh, it's worth a go. Do you want me to take your name off of this screen? <laughs> <laughs> no, Connor. Sorry, Connor. I'll just... And give you just a simple with thanks credit. <laughs> <laughs> with thanks, Harry. Got kicked off the script for being a twat. No, I meant just your name in the thanks credits at the end. That's it. No, that's fair. <laughs> no, I'd appreciate that. Like, but really small, smaller than everyone else's, so they can't read it. We thank, thank, thanks. Who? I can't see. Oh, it doesn't matter. Fuck it. It's after the post-credit scene. We've already got out. <laughs> after the post-credits, yeah. Yeah, it's not even before. It's just like right. It's the... after. It's it's after the end logos. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's after the, the the production cards and all that kind of stuff. When they say it's just basically right at the bottom of the. Well, you know, you sometimes in like an IMAX film, you get a screen saying, "Please deposit your glasses at the back of the hall" or something. It's just like yeah. really, really small at the bottom of that. No, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, um, damn it, what was I just, that's it, yeah, no, we'd watch the film, and we'd watch the film in a screening, the two of us, we'd watch the whole thing, we'd get right through the end of the credits, and you'd be like, I didn't see my name in there, it's like, oh, yeah, I left it on the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> now yeah, I understand. That's not really how editing works, I left it on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah, maybe back in the old days. Yeah, when you actually had to cut up the film. Yeah, cut it and stick it together. You editors have got it so lucky these days. Oh, yeah. We're fucking... It's piss easy, mate. Don't worry about it. You couldn't make it as an editor back then. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't. I couldn't either, to be fair. Okay, so... He wants to interrogate Alex. That's what my last note is. He takes it to um, his quarters. Yeah. Don't um, say anything rude. Sits her down, and I'd say he starts questioning about who and where she came from. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, we—I don't think we need—we don't need to go too in depth with what they actually talk about because obviously we're gonna—it's gonna be a little bit of a back and forth. And I feel like you know, Alex is very, you know, scared, frustrated. Yeah. So, she, Alex would definitely be fighting back with with words. Yeah, for sure, with words. Um. But yeah, they're just they'll they'll be finding stuff out about each other. Yeah. About each other, get a little bit, a little bit of backstory about the war, even though we said we don't want to go too in depth about it. Yeah. About the war, how the Daleks have ruined everything. They've ruined the world. Alex doesn't understand and just wants to get back home stuff like that yeah Im- implica- implying that 
ca- the captain knows Alex. Yep. Recognizes, but never explicitly says it. Draw draw attention to it. I mean, for for the audience's sake as well, never explicitly draw attention to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't think of everything specifically, but that'll be more that will come in the in a writing and actual dialogue sequence. No, yeah, yeah exactly. Will, the flow will come better in that situation. Um, but then they'll be like interrupted when when a Dalek shows up. Yep. Casually strolling in. Tim runs in and goes. He's been sighted. He's been sighted. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tim runs in and goes, we were followed. Serious Dalek. There's a Dalek out there. They all run out. Alex follows. Speaking of Harry Potter, though, again, I saw something the other day that was, like, talking about a a difference in the film and the books. Yeah. In the Goblet of Fire, when Cedric Diggory is in danger, Harry just goes and saves him without, you know, hesitation. Yeah. The film does that weird moment where it's like, is Harry going to run to the, the trophy or is he going to leave Cedric to die? And he like waits like a solid like minute before hey, helping him. Yeah, he's kind of showed the like the influence the maze is having. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I know, but in the book, that's not there. Yeah, no, no, I know, yeah. Like, Harry just does it. He's like, and that, and I, I mean, I see why they would have done it for the, the film to be like, oh, it's a tense moment, but it's like, it's another thing, you know, the interpretation's not quite... What it should be. But that is also the same film, you know, where Dumbledore calmly tells, asks Harry a question. Did you put your name into the Goblet of Fire? Is Harry says it. Did you mayhaps put your name inside the little weird blue glowy goblet thing? Did you, by perchance, you know, put your name into this here goblet? Look, I'm just asking, Harry. Look, I just need to, I just need to, just, just fucking tell me. Did you put it in there? <laughs> Just gets really aggressive. <laughs> Holds a fucking wand to his neck. Did you Harry's fucking? Sitting there the whole time, just like. No. No, I'm so sorry. I'm does... sorry. Does he try to in the book? He... No. No, he never tries. I don't think. But Ron gets really sulky when Harry gets drawn. Yeah, because Ron thinks he's done it and not told him. I don't know how I know. I know how nobody looks at that situation and goes, "Why did it show out? Show out a fourth person?" Yeah, he's out of nowhere. Like, nobody questions it. Everyone's just like and the fucking Barty Crouch Senior is just like, "Ooh." Yeah, Barty Crouch is like, "Ooh, he must have done something wrong." It's like, well, why are we just automatically assuming it's when him? Barty Crouch Senior is just like, "Nah, the rules stand. He has to do it." It's like, what? And the kid, like the kids, clearly fucking shit scared like just genuinely doesn't want to do it he's like nah I didn't put my name in it I'm genuinely traumatised of the thought of having to do this and everyone's like yeah it was him it's funny how I mean Hogsmeade must be really dangerous if they need permission slips to do that but not to enter into a tournament where kids can die oh yeah stop you're ruining it's one of my favourite books it's also wait no there's also another thing that the film does uh is it makes bobatons feel like it, it's girls only when it's not yeah it's both isn't it it's well yeah it's mixed it, yeah it's not just a girl only magic school it's, they do the same thing with um Durmstrang, though they make it seem like it's a boys only school 
Yeah, well, maybe that's their interpretation in the films. I know, but it's like... And, yeah. yeah. And then, and then, but then, and then, Fleur is just treated like the damsel in distress the whole time. Yeah. It's quite a sexist film. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just more stuff to think about, you know. Thanks, man. It's all right. It's not like I'm wearing my Harry Potter socks as we're recording. Remember, this. you're not allowed to enjoy um, one, two, three, four of the X Men films because they were directed by a bad bloke. Oh yeah. Five, if you include the Last Stand with Brett Ratner. Yep. So you know you can't, you can't, you can't like any of those. No, no. Oh, this took a turn, <laughs> didn't it? Nor can you like. Let me just look this up quickly because that's it. You know, I'm. Ga- I, I don't know if I've, we've probably spoken about this before because we've done this a lot. But you know, Gavin Hood, who directed uh, La- uh, Origins Wolverine, didn't he do the Robin Hood film as well? No. Oh, okay, but yeah. Are you just taking that because his name's Gavin Hood? No, I'm sure he did the Taron Egerton one. No, he didn't. That was... I was about to say that was Guy Ritchie, but it wasn't. No, that you're thinking of King Arthur. They were trying to make it like a Guy Ritchie film. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, I know I know who you're talking no, about. No, it was directed by a guy named Otto Bathurst. Fucking Bathurst. Hell. Anyway, um, that uh, Gavin Hood obviously also directed Official Secrets, which is a pretty good film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... He's also an Academy Award winner. Fucking hell. For Best Foreign Language Film for Sotsi, which is a South African film. Jesus. It's a really good film as well. And yet, I've, I've Wolverine seen. was made. Yeah. And it's shit. Do you reckon they knew it was bad as they were filming it? They must have. I mean, didn't it get leaked without any of the finished... Um, yeah. Yeah, it did, effects. yeah. Got leaked yeah, in black and white, I think. they knew it was bad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah they, they, they run out wait sorry Tim runs in and goes we were followed there's Dalek out there um, <laughs> so they run out and the Dalek is like hovering yeah and shooting hovering chilling alright everyone while also shouting exterminate exterminate who's going to voice the Daleks in this film me. I think it should be Chris Pratt. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely <laughs> perfect choice. Okay, well now 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 I think I've got an an, um, an idea for um the, the picture I'm going to do for this one, even okay. though I haven't even done the previous episodes one, but yeah. Yeah, we are quite to be to be fair to us, we're recording quite in advance. We've got a couple of episodes under our belt. Yeah, we've recorded this episode before the last ep- before the last episode has gone out. Yeah. Last two. Well, no, because the other one's the obviously the the bonus. Oh, bonus, yeah. The hour and a half long bonus. I didn't know if we were releasing that as a bonus or if that was just going to be a. No, it's going to be released as a bonus. I just don't know when yet. I'll probably do it next week in the middle of the week or something. Okay. <clears throat> but anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Daleks hovering, shooting, shouting, exterminate. Daleks are shooting people. The everyone's trying to fight back. Yeah, everyone's screaming. Ah. Screaming, well, no, I mean the pe- the fu- people that don't, f- the people that, so like the young, the young, the youngsters and the older and the oldsters. Yeah. Actually, no, I think it should be an example of everyone's having to take up weapons. Like, I don't like it when a film's like, oh, the women and children, they they have to run away. It's like, yeah, I feel like I feel like in this scenario, everyone would have been bred for surviving. 
And I can't imagine there's any young, young children around. And if they are, then yeah, they would be safe, kept safe. I don't know. Yeah. The humans are trying to fight back. Doing their damnedest. Would you say it just stops out of nowhere? Everyone kind well, of... Oh, no, because it's going to continue until, like, the Dalek's going to try and kill Alex and the Doctor's going to step Oh, in. that was it. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, the humans are trying to fight back. People are dying. Alex is, like, left alone, maybe. Oh, this could be, like, Tim tries to help Alex get away and then Tim just takes a bolt to the back, dead, instantly. Yeah! Alex is kind of like, whoa, no, Tim... Oh no, I knew you for all of ten minutes. <laughs> At the end of the film, they have a funeral for him where he's being burnt on a pyre. We'd have to cut back to the future for that. When oh. that future wouldn't exist at that point, remember? Oh no, yeah, true. She finds him in the present that Oh no, because he's in the very far future. No, ignore Someone me. that looks like Tim. <laughs> yeah. You don't know me, and you never will. As Tim's dying, he's like, oh, Tim's not even my real name. It's like, what is your real name? It's like, Yana dies. <laughs> <laughs> And the doctor's like, what was his name? Don't matter. Don't worry. <laughs> nothing. 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 Oh, fuck. I'll still never forget. <laughs> his name's Yana. What does it mean? You are not alone. <gasps> I'll never get over that. I'll never get over that. It's the dumbest twist ever, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's great. No, it's great, but like... Because no one, the... no one saw it. I don't know why... The face of Bo was like dying and he couldn't have just said, Yana... And he went, I, I get it's like, oh, you don't want to mess with history too much. I'd have just been like, Yana, master. But then how did the face of Bo also know that that's what the Doctor needed to realise that Yana was the master? Because, remember, Rafa runs in and says, remember what the face of Bo said. The face of Bo said, and it cuts to the Doctor remembering, but it's implied that Martha says it out loud next to Jack, who is the face of Bo. Uh, okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Jack's like, I need to remember this, jots it down. Jots <laughs> down a little book. Oh, face of bow. Yeah, right. Let, let me just. Speaking of jot it down, it reminded me of an always sunny in Philadelphia gag, which also reminded me that there are five or four or five episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that aren't on Netflix. Oh, really? Anymore. They were, because I've seen them. Oh. Um, it's it's all the episodes where they do black face, brown face, or yellow face. Oh, okay. But the show is obviously critical of those things. Yeah. Like, it doesn't do it being like, ha, it's funny, isn't it? It does it saying, these people are terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, but you can um, see... You and can... they're good episodes. Like, that means that both of the Lethal Weapon episodes are on, on, on there anymore. Oh, shit, yeah. And I love those episodes. <laughs> yeah, no, they're good episodes. Um, But it's uh, on Hulu. It's not on It's not on Hulu, because Hulu's where, it, where what it's on in America. Yeah. They're not on Hulu, and they're not on Netflix in this country. And if you were to, like, buy the seasons through Amazon, you can't like the seasons as in on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Video. You those episodes aren't available. But I can see why. No, I can understand why, but then what about the episodes? There are two episodes where they where Charlie Day outright says the N word. Oh yeah. One of them being the first episode. Shit, yeah. And the other one being Hate Crime or Hero or Hate Crime, which is one of the most popular episodes. Yeah. So Mm. it feels like I don't know it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel in the I mean the show is obviously has apparently addressed it in the most recent season they've done another Lethal Weapon episode oh okay they maybe haven't addressed it directly but like they've done another Lethal Weapon episode yeah 
But they even address it in the episodes, like when Dee's doing all her characters, which are other episodes that have been taken off. Like it, they criticize Dee and be like, "Isn't that racist?" <laughs> like, yeah. Hmm. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just like I don't know. It's because I was thinking about, oh yeah, there are episodes missing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I never noticed. I wouldn't have noticed unless you told me. I know it's because when I'm looking for episodes, I'm being I'm not because I, I don't watch. I just like picking out an episode to watch every now and then. Yeah. There are some where I'm like, oh, I really want to like watch. I can't. I the other day I was thinking about episode when I found out. I was like, oh, I actually would have wanted to watch those episodes. I was thinking about the Lethal Weapon episodes. Yeah. And I didn't realize they're not on there anymore. And I was like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. No. Yeah. Also, the second episode where Dee and Charlie work at the school isn't there, so they go from working in the school to not working in the school just without any answers. Oh fuck. When I because I I was watching a couple of episodes in a row and I realized I was like, wait. Is there an episode missing? <laughs> Oopsies. It's like fucking Netflix. Fucking Netflix. Sponsor us, Netflix. Mm. Nah. Fair? Just in a world. That'll be alright. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, just in a world. We only need one sponsor, come on. Yeah, Cinema would be quite a big sponsor. Um, anyway, yeah, Alex is like left alone, struggling to find cover. Tim runs over to try and help. But he's shot down by a Dalek. By the Dalek. There's yeah. only one Dalek. Alex screams. The Dalek goes to shoot her. Alex is like, no, Tim. My boy. My boy Tim. Um, The Dalek. Can Daleks see time energy? <laughs> Do they have the Doctor's 3D glasses? I'd say they'd sense it. Yeah, I was gonna say the Daleks like maybe drawn to Alex because they have time travelled. We say they can in this. To be fair, it's our own interpretation. So it doesn't. So it doesn't like shoot Alex straight away. No, considers it, it shoot Alex right away, but descends to the ground and advances towards Alex. Eventually goes. Eventually decides to shoot. <laughs> Alex and is Alex then is, suddenly Alex is saved RKO out of nowhere RKO <laughs> Alex is on the floor and then suddenly John Cena knocked out of the way the doctor is back the doctor is back well Alex would be like Mr. Smith or John or whatever she was calling him yeah you Alex is shocked to see John Smith but this isn't the John Smith Alex knows this is the Doctor the Doctor he now has to do Doctor stuff yeah so like what's he gonna do what's he gonna what's he gonna say um hmm I know I wrote the line down before that he's going to say something like, where is it, where is it, where is it? Oh, I swear I wrote it down. Did I not? He would be very, he would, you know, Alex would ask a lot of questions. Oh, I... there it is. Sorry, sorry. Um, Just a whiff of that old fob watch and I'm a brand new man. <laughs> yeah. I think Alex would go and ask a question, but he says to her, not now, and addresses the Dalek 
primarily. I know because I feel like that that the the doctor that'll be rude. I feel like the doctor would be more friendly. Like suddenly he like he's for some reason he's acting more like upbeat and friendly, and then he turns to the Dalek, and that's when he changes demeanor. No, 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 of course. But I'm thinking I was just I just meant like, in terms. I don't of... think he should just say not now. I think he should be like, look, Alex, I know you got a lot of questions, and I will answer every single one of them. But like, just sorry, give yeah, me one little second. <laughs> yeah, more sorry, yeah, more like that. I just meant in terms of. I think it needs to it needs to cut through the night, and it needs to be the knife that cuts through the scene. That the Doctor suddenly appears, and suddenly he's upbeat. Everything feels different. Yeah. The doctor shows up. So he pushes Alex out of the way, he picks her up. Alex can be like, What? How? Like, why? Like, how did you get it? Kind of thing. And that's How when, are you here? And he, that's when he can be how like, are you here? He can be like, Look, what I know you've got on? I know you've got loads and loads of questions. I will answer every single one of them, but I just need to deal with I need to deal with this Dalek first. And then that's when he turns onto the Dalek. Because it could even be, you know, as they're being led to to Davros. That could be the next the next scene could be them being led to Davros, and as they're being led to Davros, that's as they're walking, that's when they're having a conversation. Maybe I thought uh, I thought we were, we'd already planned that they were gonna have like a thing right whenever when everything settled at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Like before before Alex is like, I ain't gonna travel with you. I, I want to go back to my life. Get me home, mate. Newfound appreciation for life. Um, Alex, how are you here? What is going on? The doctor. Knows Alex will have lots of questions. He will answer them. And, and that, like, and, you know, yeah, when, answer them. When they can, when he can. But first, he needs to stop the Dalek. From hurting any more people. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he could like walk past the captain as he's going towards the Dalek, and the captain could just be like, "You," and the doctor would be like, "Hello." I'd be like, "Hi, I I have no idea who you are." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Doc, the doctor will walk past. The Captain, as he's going towards towards the Dalek, Captain is like, "You, how? <laughs> how did you? How?" Doctor just smiles and waves. Hello. Smiles and waves. Says hello. Turns to the Dalek. Da- the Dalek. Says, the Dalek will know it's fuck the Doctor. You, Dalek. The Dalek will know it's the Doctor because they always do. Uh, the da- turns to the Dalek, and I feel like is he going to be? I don't know. Say something like, you know, when the Doctor's kind of like when he's still in like that fun mood when he speaks to like his enemies as well. Yeah, he'd try and be a bit jokey, and I think it would probably end with him kind of saying. Well, I think you can. But it's going to be ending with more Daleks showing up anyway. But like, um, Doctor's not about to kill a Dalek as well. No, he? yeah, he's not going to kill. He's not going to kill the Dalek. <laughs> you just don't see the Dalek fancy seeing you here. Yeah, he can be like, "Sorry, what can I do for Sorry, you? Like, Are you lost? Be something dumb." Yeah, 
Are you lost? Turns the Dalek and says something fun but dumb. The Dalek could just be like, you are the doctor. Yeah, the com- the short conversation that follows, we, we obviously don't have to go into detail, but it can just be along the kind of lines of, of the Daleks being very like, you are the doctor, you will, you know, what are you doing? You're you going to be killed. And the doctor just being, just basically being, for them, painfully idiotic. Just really trying to grind the gears of the Dalek. I feel like the, the Dalek could say, you are the, yeah, it could be like, you are the doctor. The doctor replies, yes. <laughs> Correct. You are the enemy of the Daleks. Also true. <laughs> he could be like, tick. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Does a little tick uh, move of his finger. Um. <laughs> Dalek, you will come with us. It's like, will I? Where are you taking me? Is it going to be nice? <laughs> Is it going to be... Yeah. Well, no, he could be like, he could, just, he could just be like, would it be nice? Any food? Cocktails? I love a cocktail. <laughs> Dalek could be like, there will be no cocktails. You will come with us. And he's like, well, it's just, it's just you. So, you know, it's not us. Something like that. And that's when the other Dalek can, the other Daleks can turn up. And he's like, ah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think. How do we the other Dalek? How the other do the other? How do the other Daleks show up? Like, yeah, I think Do- Doctor being like us. <laughs> yeah, I think the Doctor would make a witty comment of of the Daleks saying us to infer that there's only one of them, and that's who's who's, who's us. Do you have you, you don't seem to have any friends? <laughs> um, and that's when the other Daleks can kind of come in. And he could be like, Two more oh. Daleks flying in, flying in the background. And that's who's flying, like, flying towards them. He's like, ah, oh, those friends. <laughs> oh, those guys. <laughs> and that's when he can. That's when they'll say, "You will." Are all of them gonna go, or just the? the... You will open. Daleks will be like, "You will obey." Yeah, you will all come um, with us. And then, as as he goes, maybe like the the other two Daleks approach Alex and um, the captain. And the doctor's like, no, you just want me. And he's like, and then with the one of the darks will be like, no, they have to come too or something. Yeah. You know, something like that. No, yeah. The, the other one of the darks can be like, no, the three of you must um, come with us. Wait, I can imagine. Yeah, the, no, I can imagine. Uh, the captain, definitely. Alex, maybe not. But I can imagine the do- when the Daleks like, you will obey the doctor after seeing the other Daleks. She's like, okay. And just walk over towards them. Yeah. And then Alex can be like, no, wait, where are you going? Yeah. Alex will run over to the Doctor. Because the Doctor will be like to her, or to, sorry, to Alex. And ask where, 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 where he is going. And the Doctor can be like, no, you stay here. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Daleks. And then that's when the Dalek can be like, no, the girl comes too. Maybe, yeah. The Doctor says, no, you stay here I and I'll go with them. I'll be back before you know it. I'll be back before you know it, and then that's where we can insert with uh, Alex and just say, "What happened to you? Why are you so different?" Yeah. So what happened to you? Why are you so different? Doctor would then say that line about his about the watch. The whiff of the watch. Yeah. Yeah. The whiff of the watch. That should be the name of the film. The whiff of the watch. 
Sounds like sounds like a story in the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> the Whiff of the Watch. The Whiff of the Watch. Uh, Doctor will say that line about the Whiff of the Watch. Oh, so many good title uh, opportunities in this episode. Yeah, there's been fucking loads. About the Whiff of the Watch. Um... Uh, watch and we'll try to get Alex to stay. The Daleks are like, no, she comes to, and then another Dalek is like, and you to the captain. Yeah. captain could like just step forward like he doesn't say anything else yeah just quietly obeys but he looks to the to like looks at the doctor like he's just staring at him even though you can't see under his mask yeah but you can you can tell that he's he's staring yeah and then maybe the end of the scene will be them walking away were the Daleks do you think uh, the Daleks should try and kill the other people and maybe the Doctor could just, like, say something? Um, Stop them. To be like, no, 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 wait, you've got what you wanted. Leave these people alone. Yeah, maybe the Daleks, the Daleks would obviously... Well, the Doctor could be like, well, if you want to kill them, you're going to have to kill me as well. And clearly, you have somebody who wants to see me, so... Yeah, it'll be something like that. He'll make a bargain. Yeah. The Daleks to kill the others he'll be like if you want me to come if you want me to the come with you no tries to stop them yeah no harm will come to these people but fails to convince them then the doctor steps up and says you've got what you wanted we're coming with you so spare these people yeah Daleks will be like, it'll make no difference, they're going to die anyway. And he can just be like, I'll be the judge of that. Difference. <laughs> it makes no difference, they're going to die anyway. The doctor will be like, well... <laughs> yeah, no, if you want my help, no harm will come to them. I'll say, if you want... Well, not help, is well, no, if you want... you want me to come... If you want me to come with you... Yeah. You, you'll... you'll sp- You'll, you'll let them live. Yeah. Or you'll have to kill me with them. Yeah. With them. And it seems like you have somebody who is in who is just itching to see me. Yeah. And then maybe the and they would probably be upset if you killed me. Before they got a chance to. <laughs> yeah. And the scene will probably... Yeah. <laughs> I really like that line. <laughs> I like that line as well. I think the scene... It'd be really upset if you killed me before they got a chance to. <laughs> yeah. The Dalek would just be like stalled for a moment and then be like, okay. <laughs> we agree or something like that. And then they'll be like, follow. And then that's when they're, they're led out. Dalek stalls for a moment as it tries to keep, keep up with the Doctor's talking. <laughs> yeah. And then just turns around. <laughs> Does that follow? Follow. 
they follow. End scene. Yay! Da, 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 da. Um, next scene will be at King Davros's house. Yeah. In the kitchen. We did it, we did it, we did it, yay! We did it, scene's alright, I mean it's a bit messy, but we'll figure it out. It's tr- it's, it's our writing the Doctor that's got to maybe get a bit better. Yeah, but again, you know, this is all this is all blocking out as well, this is, like, like we keep oh, saying, no, yeah, of course. it's not the final script, so we're, we're just blocking no. out so that when we come to write the script, it makes it that much easier for us to write it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 boy! So that's an episode. Another one down. Another one bites my ass. Um, another one bites his ass. Duh, 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 Ow. Duh. <laughs> another one bites his ass. <laughs> Ow. And another one bites. Another one bites. Another one bites his ass. Stop it. Oh. It's going to get you too. Oh no. Ow. Uh, oh, he's going to get you too. He's going to get me too. Don't let the ass. Don't let the bite your ass bite. Um, Alright, let's stop that. Let's stop that. Yeah, let's stop now. Well, our parody of another one bites the dust is coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. (laughs) With when we reach hundred. Yeah, when we reach one hundred and fifty episodes. One hundred and fifty episodes. Yeah. We're never gonna get there. Brilliant. I like the. I like the optimism. (laughs) Nah. Well, we wrote a scene. <laughs> Hopefully you liked that scene. We um, wrote a scene, and we've just put the doubt of this podcast into all of your minds. There's doubt every day. We don't know what could happen. Yeah, that's true. We might give up one day. One day we might turn around and be like, you know what? I'm not feeling this anymore. I hope not. It'll happen. <laughs> fair, fair. One day. One day. But today is, but that today is not that day. It is not this day. Well, look, as always, thank you so much for listening. We have just written another scene, or we've blocked out, I should say, another scene of our Doctor Who film. We would love to know what you think. Please get in touch. We are available at all forms of social media. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Rocksbock, and Two Smoking Microphones. You can find us on Twitter, Two Smoking Mics, or on Instagram, Two Smoking Microphones. We have an email address, Two Smoking Microphones Pod at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us separately. We have um, our own personal. Uh, accounts that you can find us at Connor's is at Connor Jordan underscore 96 and I haven't linked it on there yet but I have a link tree now so oh very nice very nice you can find all my other links and on this the day of recording I did finally stream on Twitch again so you did um I will try and do that more often so if you want to follow me on Twitch that's just Connor Jordan 96 no underscore sweet 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 go and give him a follow Um, give his Twitch a follow too yeah, um, you can find me at uh, Harry Young Edits on Twitter. I too have a link tree to uh, my blog, uh, thereviewlab.org. Got some some ideas I'm kind of developing, some exciting ideas that might be coming up uh, in a couple of months' time. So give that a follow. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe to all our links and leave a nice review. Follow Connor's Twitch and, and Twitter. Follow my Twitter and blog. It would uh, it would mean a lot. Yeah. Um, but that's about it from us today. So we hope you're keeping safe. We hope you're keeping well. Um, and unless Connor, unless you've got anything else you wanna you wanna add at the end. No. Brilliant. 
we will see you next week. <laughs>